Oh man, what a night that was with uh, Vinny right before our last Last in Line show. Uh, hey guys, Ron Onesti here from Rock and Roll Heaven at the Arcata Theater in St. Charles, Illinois. Actually, I'm at our other place tonight uh, in Des Plaines, the Des Plaines Theater at our Bourbon and Brass Speakeasy you see behind us. But it's so nice to see you guys once again on a Thursday night. This is episode 4 million something. I don't know, we've been doing it for a long, long time. And we're excited to keep it going, rock and rolling every Thursday night with my buddies, Carmine and Vinny, a piece, apathy, it depends on their moods, it's all kind of crazy. Vinny's not with us tonight, but we have a special uh, guest that will be filling in for him, and we'll tell you about him in just a moment. Before we do, let's bring to the microphone one of the prettiest guys in rock and roll, a legend and icon, uh, what else are you telling me to call him? Um, anyway, Carmine, a piece! <laughs> hey! You should say sometimes Vinny Apathy, sometimes. I, I don't know what the hell. I, I've, I've, been, I've known you guys a thousand years, and just like the rest of the people, we, nobody can get it straight. Now, let me see that shirt. Well, this shirt is a nice sparkly shirt. I thought you'd be wearing some sparkle. I normally so, have sparkle. So I a sparkly I shirt. I normally have and sparkle. I, and I've had a sparkly jacket here. Look at that. Darn it. But I had to take it off. It's too warm. Yeah, you know, Florida, it's just too warm. You know, I've been running around all day. I'm sorry. Normally, I'm a little bit more flamboyant. Uh, uh, and yeah, well, uh, next, I'll get you next week. Well, you know what? It's my, you know, as you are, have become a rock and roll legend uh, with the drumsticks, I want to be known as the, uh, the Liberace of uh, entertainment. Of host, and uh <laughs> Uh, That's what you got. That's what well, you got. my uh, my bar of uh, of when I'm trying to get career wise is is, is attainable. Uh, so you know, uh, but anyway, it's so good to see you, my brother. It really, really is. And I gotta say, I'll be, I'll be calling in next week from uh, New Jersey. Why calling in? Well, you know, no, I'm not calling in. I'll be doing this. I'll be doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah, off from the hotel room. We'll be. Uh, Starting a vanilla fudge a couple of few dates. Man, we're excited about it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call you offline because we got some great ideas to do the fudge thing. What would it, how cool would it, would it be to create um, that uh, that run of shows you did? I think it was in Texas, Alabama, where Zeppelin opened for the fudge. Yeah. So we want to recreate well, we should, that. We whole should thing. do that. We should do that in, at your theater. Get a Zeppelin tribute act. We're going to do it. We've got cashmere lined up, and we're going to oh, do. Oh, great! Beautiful. We actually yeah, have. They're the, playing another show with us somewhere. We're, we're, um, we have a new agent. He's. Uh, it was our idea to do that, man and his. So we're going to try that. I, I like it. We're going to do a Deep Purple show too with a Deep oh, Purple. That's show. great, man. That's great. They opened up for us too. And you know, I don't know if you know this, but I have. I have a new website. It's called CarmineMerch.com, and I got all kinds of really cool stuff on there. New T-shirts. Really? I got symbols that I autograph and I write. I draw things on them. It's really cool. Drumsticks, you know, these well, things, these babies, you know. Well, um, you know, uh, May, not, not for nothing, but May mm -hmm. 8th will be my 60th birthday. So wow. if, uh, if there happens to be a box at my front door, uh, you know, I ain't going to kick it back. I just said, throwing it out there. What size t-shirt you wear? I'm you a large. Tell me later. Oh, you're a large? Okay, good. Anyway, let's get you a package. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Hey, let's bring yeah. to the uh, to the screen here a guy that another legend. You know what? I tell you what, Carm. It's been so cool with this program because so many people who everybody pretty much who've been on on this show, legends and icons, and uh, and they all love you. They all respect you, Vinny, of course. And uh, seeing that interaction has been an honor for me. And I know I speak on behalf of all of our guests here. They just they sit in awe and they and they listen to this hanging and banging thing going back and forth. And this guy tonight, again, another legend, another icon, an unsung hero behind the drums. 
Uh, he's played for Kenny Loggins for so many years, 14 years. I think he said that he went back. We'll talk about that in a second. Of course, with the band Chicago for about, I don't know, 15, 20 years, 18 years, something like that. So Tristan Bowden, come on to the microphone. It's Tristan an honor Bowden. to have you here. Hey, brother, look at that look wall. At that, look at that wall, huh? Hey, guys. My wall. Looks better than my wall. <laughs> I am su- it's a smaller I am suffering from wall envy right now. I gotta be honest yeah, with you. Right? <laughs> I mean what you know, oh, you, man. you know what's amazing about the my wall and his wall? Nobody gets these anymore. Yeah, yeah nobody true. gets it's gold and platinum truth. records. What do you get? A a, a, a gold and platinum Spotify after you hit you know five hundred million you know, downloads or something? You know, a plaque, again. I think. Yeah, yeah maybe a yeah, plaque. I know. But man, there's yeah. nothing like gold records. You got you got a few there with like five in. Who's the one with five behind you on your right hand? That actually was Footloose. Oh. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the soundtrack yeah. from Footloose, and I played with Kenny yeah, exactly. the song Footloose, yeah. and then another tune called I'm Free. Yeah. And, but that was the big hit off that that soundtrack. Yeah, so I had uh, actually. I got one of those with Rod. I got a five five from Canada. It's in the New York apartment. Oh, cool. So when I do it from New York, I I make sure that's behind me. You know. Yeah. Right. Well, I dang. I wish I had the new one that I got because I had no idea mm-hmm. it went nine times platinum. Which so which I one? Which one, one is that? Foot Footloose. And so. Oh really? It's the old. The only one my wife will allow in the living room. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, it's like me. The rest is... <laughs> it's like me. My wife don't allow anything but in here. I got everything around me. So there's more there, you know. There's more up yeah. there. Uh, they're over there, yeah. you know. But yeah, I've got the same thing going on here. That's funny. Yeah. But I, I did yeah. the Pink Floyd record, uh, Momentary Lapse of Reason. And I got the gold. Ah, right. And I got the platinum. Uh-huh. But it went like 10 times platinum. But I, yeah. I never got, yeah. you know, t- I could have got 10. And, you know, I said, no, come on, dude. Enough is yeah. enough already. No, but you know what, Carm? I think yeah, you uh, sure, I think you really made a very, you know, uh, interesting point about, you know, uh, the fact that these albums, I mean, now if you hit, you know, 500 downloads on Spotify, you're like, woo! So, um, yeah. uh, but the fact that, that, that these, right. th- these actual gold records, platinum records, these framed things, even the CDs that they were doing, you're not going to have any of those. Yeah, you, you have got little... some of them with you got like the one back there behind you has a cassette, yep. CD, and a record. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. I have a couple of those right. somewhere too. Yeah, that one, yeah. The, the Paul Stanley one, the Tommy Bolin one. You know, uh-huh. but you know, today, what do you get? I mean, this. I, I mean, there's nothing yeah. like a. It's so legendary. To have gold record. I a platinum record. I compl- you know. I. It was beyond my wildest dreams growing up to ever have yeah. one. Yeah. You know? Me too. I am so. I didn't even know what a gold yeah. record was when uh-huh. I was growing up, because I grew up uh-huh. about ten blocks away from that train station that got hit in Brooklyn. I yeah. grew up. I was at that. I went on that station many times. You know. Oh my god. So when I yeah. saw that, I went, yeah. "Whoa!" You know. But see, your gold when you're yeah. growing up, your gold uh, records were cylinders. Carmine. So yeah. we got a, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, my gold records no. were garbage bags. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> um, well, it's really something, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, I love what's one other thing about the show. I love the historic aspect of things. The fact that, you know, you guys were part of literally building, not a part of rock and roll history, but building a rock and roll history, pop music history, um, or I should even say popular music, even though it's what yeah. it is, but, but, you know, by definition, popular music, what you guys have been a part of. And you talk about history, you talk about pioneers, and especially doing what you guys do. Um, very few names have the weight of pioneerism than Buddy Rich. Am I right? <laughs> He's the best. Very few names. Absolutely. And how lucky yeah. are we today to have on our show his beautiful daughter, Kathy, and uh, Greg Potter, who is filled in, which I, I say very loosely because I know he's sensitive about that, um, for Buddy and the Buddy Rich Band. So let's bring them yeah. also to the microphone. It's an honor to have these guys. Hello, hey. guys. All right. Hi. Hey. It looks like, hey, Greg, did, hey, you stick your, yep. did you stick your finger in electrical 
thing that works. Well, no, I just, I just wanted to say we are having the, the apartment redone. They're painting the walls, so all of our platinum are in storage. Gold, they're all in storage because uh, I didn't want them to get spotted with paint. I appreciate that. So that's what I'm saying. That's I, a good it's idea. kind of sparse. Right. I, I just yes. wanted, you know, we keep I, everything in storage. Yeah, we're, we're keeping everything in storage just so, because you can see what it's done to my hair. I walk into a wall. This was black. This was a whole Elvis thing. I walked into a wall, and now, now look at me. I look like a friggin' skunk. Kathy, let me say. bad Elvis. Kathy. Yes, Let me say it's really, really <laughs> nice strong. to see you. Thank you. It's very nice to see you. <laughs> I got to tell you that. Greg and I go back a long way. They have a lovely, uh, lovely, well, let's lovely. hear this. I didn't know that. Yes. Well, no, here's I the thing. Here's yes. the thing. I, he knows I hate to give him compliments because he's so freaking talented. And I hate to see anybody <laughs> who's actually my height be that talented. <laughs> one of us, one of us got cheated here. And uh, no, 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 got, no, no. Well, you know what? No. All kidding aside, I mean, really, like Greg, you know, you know how I feel about you. You're a great, great, great guy, great brother, and uh, and honestly, uh, one of the, the finest out there. And it's not just my opinion. I mean, you can't be a half-ass drummer and be the drummer in the Buddy Rich band. I mean, I'll, that's <laughs> ballsy. That's I don't. I can't even imagine that. Wait, wait, before I'm we get into that, the house I with wanna, your shorts on next I, to Kathy. I want to know how you know him. Who, me? Oh, Ronnie Onesti? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they know each other I, forever. Yeah. They're I, Chicago boys. Chicago guys. So Ronnie has been around my uh, like my whole career, right? I mean, pretty. you were around uh, Steve all Dahl. All that stuff. You know, Steve, yeah. Like, no, we've the, been. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I've known Ron then. Uh, I'm 27 now. Ron's, Ron's 28. 28. Yeah. Right. So we've known each other at least um, 11 oh. years. No, but all kidding aside, it's probably 30, 35 years. True. Wow. Well, 30 oh, years? Wow. Uh, yeah, you, you you knew my older brother, but I'm talking about me. I'm, I'm We're not talking about your your uh, no, your I, youthful mentality. Yeah. We're talking about you actually. So, um, All right. So let, let's talk about nice the Buddy Rich Band. I saw them recently okay. last year at the... You played with I played us. With you. I, I saw him play. I saw him play with the Buddy Rich Band a few times. I got to say, every time I saw it, it got better and better and better. Last time I saw he was pretty awesome with the band. Well, yeah. thank you. Let's. Uh, thank you. Yes. I know, obviously, uh, Mr. Potter and Miss Rich have a somewhat yeah. relatively close personal relationship, kind of. It depends yeah, on what day you get us. How, <laughs> you should have seen her in the. You should have seen her in the aisles of that Amazon Fresh grocery. <laughs> Hello. But only Tris and Bowden knows that story. You know what I'm saying? I just yes. heard it. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But, let, but no, yeah. I, I, yes, I, yes, Mr. Onesti, yes. ask, ask away, and I'll well, give you that. Well, you know answer. where I'm going here yeah, because I mean, obviously, um, oh. you know, uh -oh. no, 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 uh -oh. no, no. Uh -oh. I mean, really. Hold, I, I, hold uh -oh. on, hold on, Ron. Where are you going? Wait, wait, wait. There we go. Uh -oh. Drum roll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> the story. Um, no, yes. I, you know, as the long question. as. <laughs> Whoa! Well, what the, the hell was that? And not the mic Okay. No, you know what? As long as um, as long as I've known you, I don't really know that I know the actual like timing. Obviously, you guys got together romantically, let's call it. And I can't. I, I want to get that yes. visual out of my head, but. Wow. Um, <laughs> But uh, oh God, I didn't say I walk around the house naked with her. I just meant that I have nerve to stand next to her and go, "Was your dad really that good?" Did your but dad know how give to me do the this? timing. I, mean, I got the practice in the other room on a freaking. Give me the talk. whole thing about. But I'm, right. I'm more concerned about right now about the professional. Like, how oh. does Greg Potter become the drummer in the Buddy Rich? You know, did did oh, come that? Come on, come on, it's easy. Oh. I mean, come on. No, actually, no. it's interesting because when I first moved to Chicago, oh. 12 years ago. I was 11. You know, he was doing playing in a lot of different bands and we just started talking about doing something with with a Chicago band. And you know, we said what if we just went in a studio and put a band together and just see record a couple of tunes and see what happens. And we did and it was good. And so literally I put it up on social media that we had done a recording and an agent called us and said do you want to go on the road? And that's how well. it happened. And we've been well, doing it now easy. for 10 years. I have a different story. It's much true. different. <laughs> but it's the truth. No, it had nothing to do with our personal relationship. No, no, no. It was much different. Much different. What else? Happened. What happened? Well, you know, Kathy has done those Buddy Rich Memorial yeah. concerts throughout her whole career. And anytime 
you know, it's it's not a question of like, of course she had all the greatest drummers ever, and you've got guys like Peter Erskine, and at the time, more of these fellows were alive, like Ed Shaughnessy or Louis Belson. These men play that music, the big band music, just, they, they, they played it. But when you would come to these shows, who did people want to see? They wanted to see... Um, Chad Smith, Chad, Neil Chad Smith, and when Neil Peart did it, that set a bar again for these rock drummers to come out. Because remember, too, you know, you're looking for these younger audiences. If you keep right. chasing um, big band audiences, you end up with the Glenn Miller Band, which is great and wonderful. But your audience, it's harder Older. to sell that to younger people. Right. So, I'm saying, so when Kathy was, when we were going through that when she was thinking about um, doing something with the band and seeing me play and just how many bowling alleys can she see me play in <laughs> before she goes, you know what, you're really not that. Because that she basically is like Ron in that she says, I'm, I'm not giving him a compliment. I hope he falls down the stairs and hurts something and then he'll just stop. You know, because really, but if, if truly, I shut up, I could really play those friggin' drums. He you can know? play. And so, so she's like, why are you wasting your time waiting for the list of rock groups that right. I've pounded through because it, whatever. So we went, so that is how she goes, why don't we go record don't we the band with you? Right. Just, you know, cause again, we can't keep waiting for Steve Smith to find three days that he's available. He'll come play a show with us. No. That wasn't what buddy wanted. But also but, like Carmine oh. said, you know, it, it has progressively gotten better oh. and better and better. And his commitment to what this is, is astounding. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, study like people I'm don't realize nine, nine what it old. takes, you know, to, to pull it off, mm -hmm. you know, and it's a lot of work. And yeah, someone you know, like Carmine, Carmine comes knows. out and sees me and you've seen me like whatever, like you said, within eight months or a year later, I right. saw them. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, I'm being, like I said, the studying, I'm I study with. I don't know, is it time to drop names or whatever? But I mean, all the way down to... Because it's not that I don't know how to play or 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 that style of music, but I mean... It, you it all... is a, a different approach completely yeah. to yeah. what he grew up doing. So right. yes. It... But I'm. But thank you so much yes. for... Uh, Ron, too. I mean, you're always... I so, like, you give and me the last like the time. fun thing Carmine. we did was at Ron's beautiful theater, the Displains yeah. Theater at Christmas. We had yeah, such a great. fantastic time. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a fun show. That was, Absolutely. Yeah, it was now, really now, good. I'm trying to impress Tris and Bowden because I had never <laughs> met him. So if you guys, Ron, Carmine, you want to tell him, Potter's like, he's pretty good. You know, Tris... saying that because no, he doesn't know that. His problem is he talks too freaking much. That's the problem. There you go. That's part of it. <laughs> well, yeah. Greg, Greg, thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah, we'll nice seeing you. See you later. Bye-bye. But I do want to talk to Tris. I just want to talk to them. You wait till I get my own show. I just want to talk to them. I never had the honor. Yeah. I always wanted to. I have to tell you, though, I always made a, a religious pilgrimage to Disneyland. <laughs> Every time there the Buddy Rich Band would play there, and I was living in, I grew up in Orange County, so it wasn't that far. I was at the beach wow. in Orange County. And uh, and I was just telling Kathy and Greg that I actually was at the Whiskey A Go Go when he did that live album. Oh, there. wow. And, uh, yes. And, yeah. Oh, Buddy man, and what an incredible wow. night Amazing. that was. Well, I got yeah. I have and a night Carmine, to talk about. Carmine used to see the band at Disneyland, too. Tell us, Carmine. When I first <laughs> met Buddy, and Kathy introduced me to Buddy, not her dad, yes. Buddy, right? Buddy. And uh, there was a bit going on where uh, my manager knew the owner of the Starwood, right? And he said to me, hey, why don't we put you and Buddy Rich on the stage together? And like, I said, oh, the drum battle with Buddy Rich? He said, yeah. I said, no way. I said, no way. I'm not doing that. I don't care what you say. So anyway, he, then he said, well, maybe we can have Buddy play with a quartet you put together and, and you can play with the Buddy Rich band and this and that. And then it got all fucked up and never happened. So me and my brother went to the show and we're sitting up in the VIP area of there. So Kathy comes out. I know Kathy from New York, you know. She comes out, hey, come on, hey, how you doing? I said, uh, I'm doing good, I'm good. So he says, man, my father's really pissed off at you. You remember that? I yeah, don't, said, tell my me. my father's pissed off at you. I said, why is he pissed off at me? He said, because why? you challenged him to a drum battle. I said, I didn't challenge him to a drum battle. I told her the story, and she said, that's it? I said, yeah. I said come, in, come in the back and tell him that. I said, come talk no to way. him. Right. I said, I heard the bus tape. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ron, did you ever hear the bus tape? No. 
Okay, the bus tape. No, I've never heard the, the bus, bus tape. The bus tape is he, he lets his band have it. Somebody oh, screwed up. Oh, that's what He lets them have called. it really bad. Oh, yeah. I said, I heard the bus yeah. tape. I'm not going in there. He says, come on, he'll be fine. So Vinny was with me. I said, Vinny, you come with me. So we both go in, and she says, says buddy, this is Carmine. He was going to play with you tonight. He goes, oh, you mean just like that other asshole, Ginger Baker, challenging oh, me man. to a drum battle? And I said, no, no, it's not like that. And I told him the story. Not like that. I, I told him the story, and he said, oh, that's it? I go, yeah, that's it. I would never challenge you to a drum battle. You know? He goes, oh, he goes, do you smoke? I go, no, I don't smoke. He said, do you smoke? I go, I don't smoke. He said, but do you smoke? <laughs> I said, oh. what, pot? He goes, yeah, I smoke pot. So he reaches in his pocket and pulls out, I'll never forget it in my life, a chocolate-wrapped joint in chocolate papers. Chocolate. He lights it up, takes a hit, gives it to me. I'm taking a hit. I'm saying, I don't fucking believe this. I'm taking a hit with Buddy Rich. I give it to Vinny. He's thinking the same thing. And then from that night on, we became friends. You were friends to the end. I saw him in the hospital. Yes. And he told me something I'll never forget. He was laying when he was in the hospital after this uh, the brain tumor. His right side was dead or the left side was dead. He said, Carmine, yep. us drummers get fucked. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you play with Frank, uh, with Rod Stewart, I play with Frank Sinatra. They play the arenas, and we play a 500-seater. I said, you're right there, you know? Yeah. And I'll yeah. never forget that. Well, I'll know? tell you what, that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. that is yeah. a, a legendary story, and especially those bus tape things. That's like when Tommy Lasorda went nuts on people. I mean, it's yeah. exactly it's, it's oh, crazy, and, and you know, yeah. it's funny because it's it's one of those things where you listen to a tape, but you feel like you're getting yelled at, and you're like you're looking down, and your your feet yeah. are dangling on the chair. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Well, that's what we felt but like. The when she says, Come is, on in there. So look, I heard the tape. I'm not going to go in there and be no, harassed. No, but here, you know, anyone who's passionate about what they do and cares about what they do, and you know, his name is the one that's out on the marquee, and if the band is sucking. You know, it's they're not going to go away saying, "Oh, the band was terrible." They're going to say, "Buddy was terrible." And you know, so you about, know, it, it was such a passionate thing. Talk with about him. Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember I was married to a, a, a woman. She had a broken leg, and we were going to see Buddy. And I had black and purple Sarah. hair. And, and Disneyland yes. at the time, if you had black and purple hair, you were a punk rocker, and they didn't let punk rockers in there. Sorry, Greg. You know, right? And and and. <laughs> So they called up buddies backstage, and they, Buddy said, if you don't let that guy in, I'm not going on. Damn it, they let yeah. me in. That is true. That is true. Awesome. Hey, Tris. Yes. I gotta, I gotta ask, awesome. Tris, I got to ask you something, yeah. though, because you know what? I'd say, you know, we never had the, I, I don't remember, you know, officially meeting you. I think you played our theater when, when Kenny played us a couple times. Uh, Kenny Loggins, uh -huh. uh, but see, one on one, I'm like, Greg, I just want, you know, Tris to like me. So. Um, <laughs> but uh, I already do. I know, man. I mean, we got this thing. But you know, you're again uh, one of these things that, that I've been finding, especially with this program and working with a lot of you know you guys hiring in and they come to the theater. So many uh, literally unsung heroes. And I don't know if I if it's proper to call you an unsung hero because you you are revered everywhere. But if you think about the was it like 28, almost 20, uh, 30 years with Chicago, you talk about being a part of thirteen albums. I think seven or eight of them went platinum. Um, to be the drummer on Footloose, as you mentioned earlier, uh, I'm all right. I mean, some of these like like pop uh, uh, classic songs. Um, but aside from all that, the other people that you've worked with, you see, you know, obviously the for the most part of your career appears with Chicago with Kenny Loggins. But you're talking about stuff with Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, uh, Neil Neil Diamond. I mean, talking about work, I don't think we have anybody that's worked with Stevie Wonder, at least that I know of. Ha. Well, I wish I could say that it was Stevie and Stevie's choice. Uh. I was called by a producer <laughs> to play on a record that he'd already done. Ah. Um, and so, anyway, it was a duet with Julio Iglesias, of all people. And it was Humberto Gatica, who was David Foster's guy, right, that called me. And uh, so it actually blew up into this big hit. It was a song called My Love that around the world was a big, big tune for Julio. But but I got to do the coolest thing. I'd always imagined in my mind's eye what it would be like to, to like turn everything off but Stevie Wonder's voice in the cans. 
So I got to do that. <laughs> Humberto did that for me. And it was so great, man. I was just, God, I was in heaven. I, I, I have a question so for much. you. <laughs> on, on, on a track like that, did you have to read it? No. 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 Actually, it was, it was just some overdub fills and stuff. Oh. This was in the days of Simmons, you know, yeah, yeah. the big, you know. Uh, well, it was all. Big Simmons. The sound chart was in Braille so anyway, so. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> hey. Hold on, hold on. Say that, say that again. Hey. <laughs> Please, guys, Stevie, don't be watching. That was good. I hope Stevie isn't good. watching tonight. I, I have Stevie on the other well, line. I hope he's not watching. Fuck that guy again, Keep going. Oh, keep on going, well, You know what? I was at the, I was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, uh, induction ceremonies. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, Bill Withers was uh, being inducted, and um, and he couldn't really play, so they had Stevie play. So Bill Wather, uh, Bill Withers is, is you know obviously got Steve walking uh, walking up to the stage, and as you know they, they record this thing over five hours and stuff, and uh, Stevie was playing that card the whole time. My table's right by the stair to go up to the stage, and he literally bumped into me, and he goes, "Sorry, man, I didn't see you." I'm like, "Okay." He said this. He said this. He said this. Then, then he went up on stage, and, and like I said, you know, they 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 taped this thing over five six hours, and and he's playing because Bill couldn't play. I think it was Lean on Me they were doing the, the duet with, and um and he was playing. Then he messed up. He goes, man, man. Every time I read this chart, I get it wrong. You know, he was playing it. He, he's playing that card all the time, Steve. Oh, fucking great. And then, did you ever see Shaq's story, Shaquille O'Neal? How he was in the yeah. elevator. It's all over. I mean, he goes, he goes, let me tell you something. Stevie ain't blind. Like we talked about, you know, he says that I was, he goes, Stevie and I were uh, living in the same building and you have to drive in underneath the building and take an elevator up. And one day the door opens and Stevie was in there. So Shaq walks in and, uh, and, uh, and the door shuts. And uh, all of a sudden he goes, uh, hey, Big Diesel, how you doing? He goes, he saw me. I don't care what anybody says. He saw, that's what Shaq Whoa. says. That's what Shaq says. No way. I'm telling you. That's pretty funny. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's been perpetrating a hoax. He's been perpetrating a hoax all these years. So so you just do do fills on that track with them two? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because, you know, I had almost the same thing when uh, Bob Ezrin called me, left a message on my um, voicemail and said, hey, Carmine, call me. I'm in the studio with a band that wants you to play uh, fills. They're just screaming for Carmine drum fills. I said, okay, wow. so I call him. I go, hey, dude, so what's up? He goes, I'm in the studio. I said, who's the band? He goes, Pink Floyd. I said, Pink Floyd, where's, oh, where's Nick at, you know? And, yeah. and he, there was a section of the song that first you played easy, and then the, the whole section of the rest of the song was just all drum fills, you know? Wow. I said, wow, cool. this is cool. That's where I got the Pink Floyd platinum and gold record, and I could have got more, but I, ah, you know, oh, cool. I have no more rooms wow. at my, nice. on my wall uh, like you. He's got no more room. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that award over there? It looks no, no, like, is that a, a tape machine award? Uh, over there. It's on your left. Oh, no, maybe it's just uh, the reflection. No, it's, it's a gold. It's a platinum record. Which one is like that one? This way? Or What's the, what is that? It's right, it's over, it's right, over, right over your... your yeah, oh, yeah, no, it's forget about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the reflection, oh, yeah, it looked like it looked like a reel of twenty-four track tape, you know. Oh yeah. And those no, days, are, some yeah. days they had they had those awards that had like right. half a rack. Right. I, I don't even know what yes. they were for. Yeah, I know what, I, I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, now I can now, see it's a Columbia. Uh, Looks like a Columbia. Yeah. Record, you know? Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's just they they were cheaping out the artists yeah. <laughs> that gave them to me. <laughs> I, you know, I think they had I, their choice of making making the big full-on ones or the. Uh, I think I might have to get so. Ron for his uh, for his twenty uh, fifth birthday. Oh yeah, a gold yes. record with his name on a it. Platinum. Oh, that'd be cool. Yes, that'd be cool. Yes. 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 Let me yes. ask you a question here. Now. I mean, you know, it's yes. it's um, it's just amazing to even think, uh, you know, like your connection with Buddy Rich. I mean, you know, it's almost. Uh, and you know you're like the My you're connection. the you're the Nancy Sinatra, Dina yeah. Martin, Lena Prima, you know I don't know if that's a good but you know it's 
keep but going. She sings good, and she can <laughs> sing. No, I know too. she's a great vocalist. Yeah, she's, yeah. She's full. Of course, you know, I, as, uh, uh, as 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 beautiful as you are, remember you are standing next to Greg, which is always helps. But um. But really, you know, I, but you know, again, all kidding aside, you know, and I and I know all these these you know these legacies because you're all legacies and you're keeping the memories alive, and uh, yes, and, uh, and it's and it's amazing. I mean, you talked to you know uh, Nancy, and your dad was Frank Sinatra, and your dad, you know. Um, so tell me a couple things, like for example, uh, the memories of. Um, of the big stars that they would come over to your house and hang out and and that kind of and you know did you even understand who these people were at the time? You know, I, I knew who they were, but it it was just kind of like if you grew up in that life, that is just your life. Yeah. So yes, was it unusual looking in now? Absolutely, to have Frank Sinatra cooking sauce and pasta in your kitchen. Absolutely, not everyone has that experience, Especially since right? He was cooking, Having Jerry since Lewis he was cooking gravy, right? Yeah, you know what gravy. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> some people say gravy, some people say sauce. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Carmine, is it gravy or sauce? It's actually gravy. I say sauce now because that's what everybody says. Okay. But when I grew so, up, it was all gravy. Gravy, ah, right. Ah. Anyway, so yes, it was, looking at it now from this vantage point, it was very yeah, unusual wow. to have those people coming to your home and hanging out and doing whatever. But my dad also was not a big showbiz hangout guy. You know, he had his special friends, and those people came over, and he went out to dinner, and, you know, it was like that. He wasn't a cocktail party guy. He wasn't, oh, let's go, you know, hang out at clubs. That wasn't him. But yes, there were times when it was very unusual seeing those people in your home. Hey guys, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Hanging and Banging right here on Artist on Lockdown. He had Carmine a piece at his house. <laughs> That's crazy. He did. Wait, I've got to show you something. Wait, 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 wait. I just found this picture and I have to okay. show it to you. Let me Smoking find it again. Smoking chocolate okay. cigarettes. This is how long... This is how long you have known my son. That's right. Oh, wow. Oh, and that's wow. Bruce Gary. That's Bruce Gary from And that's Brucey. Oh, yes. Rest his soul. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of your son. Brucey. Her yes. son, Nick, grandkid of Buddy Rich, is awesome. Is he a drummer? Awesome. Did I you? Can't wait. He's a drummer. He's phenomenal. He's a good boy. Can you, uh, did, hey, Ben, did you get that thing off of Instagram I asked you to get? Any one of them? Let's see. We have got a clip here. Ben and we're going to show ben this very special yeah. clip right now. Who's that? At the drum school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You said he was a vocal guy. Do I see that kind of lazy hand drag like Buddy had? Wow. What a feel, too, Great man. Feel. Oh, He's my God. He's got some other clips that are amazing. Yeah. He's got that, that uh, laid back him, thing. You know, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him that he should go for the Foo Fighters gig. You know, now that wow. Taylor's too gone. Soon. I mean, it's sad, <laughs> it's sad that Taylor's gone. But, you know, it's they're going to continue, sad. and they're going to need a drummer, and he'd be perfect for them. Do you think they're going to continue? Yeah, I'm sure they're going to continue. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. It's not Led Zeppelin like in the know. old days, you know. Led Zeppelin never did, yeah. right? I, mean, I don't know. Most, most don't bands know. today, somebody passes away, they get somebody else and they continue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's and, true. Uh, Kathy tries to get other people to fill in for me and I'm <laughs> well, still alive. Well, that's your alive. opinion. <laughs> so, um, 
I mean, you know what I mean? She, she doesn't even wait for me to get sick. She goes, oh, you know, Greg, you could possibly get sick in three years. You know, if I can just get, um, I don't know, the drummer from uh, Dream Theater over here, this could, be, this could be good. Why don't you take a rest and just sit in the other room and uh, breathe and wear a mask for another three or four years. Collect um, some more uh, yeah. monster memorabilia. So, yeah, it's kind of weird like that, though. She's still hey, looking like, for a know, replacement. So Nick, is, and, how, uh, Nick is, what, 37, yeah. 30? 37 now? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's older than me and Kathy. He's, he's older than me, which is interesting. Tattoos, just like my kids. <laughs> full of tattoos, yes. Um, did I notice uh, uh, kind of like your dad's, uh, you know, I, I, call, I don't know what you guys would call it, but kind of like the a lazy hand or the dra hand drag where it's kind of like, like a... That's like a Dave Weckl thing. Nick studied <laughs> okay, with Dave Weckl, okay. so ah. it's, it's that it like your dad had that too, kinda, though, didn't he? Hey, you, you know what? That, not some, I mean, different thing, you know, very fluid uh, yeah, movements. Very fluid. Yeah. Yes. He's got, he's got buttons yeah, yeah, yeah. and those singles are awesome. He sure does. Those singles are ridiculous, yeah. man. Yeah. We got another one of them? Yeah. This is. Who's that? Is that Nick? When he's playing with that. Uh... There's a couple there where, where he's got like a, uh, like a, in a studio, he's got a green background and uh, he's got like two floor tom-toms and no front toms. And uh, Trish, you would love this groove. This groove's a killer. See if you yeah. find that one as yeah. we talk on. Uh, oh, we got another one here. No, that's, no, not that's it. That's not it. Their house. That's not it. Uh, go up, go up, go up. <laughs> Go down, go down. <laughs> I don't think that's the right page. Yeah, yeah that, that doesn't Ooh. look like the right page either. That doesn't look like the right page. I thought I saw a, car, a cartoon of Carmine. Yeah, that's go it. I know, that's a little like. mustache. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's yeah, the that's right page, but he must that's... have put some other ones up. But uh, the one know. I'm talking about, yeah, right different. there, right there, there, right there. right the green. That one. Yeah, that's it. Play that one. Play that one. Watch this, this is awesome. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Real wow. Good stuff. Great stuff. Very cool. There you go, watch this. Stuff, wow <laughs> yeah i'll tell you what where yeah. i where i got uh yeah. where i became aware my dad was a, was a drummer and a huge huge fan his number one guy was buddy and yeah. the biggest nights ever was when he was on johnny carson everybody had to come to the tv i'm i'm like eight oh, yeah. i'm like buddy who what are you talking about i was sleeping <laughs> you know pulls us out of bed you gotta see this and um Kathy, his, his relationship, because you hear a lot of stuff about Johnny Carson, good, bad, ugly, all kinds yeah. of stuff, off-camera stuff, you know. Um, did he hang with Johnny a lot? It seemed like they were very good friends, and but also heard that Johnny somewhat was incapable of having good friends, the way, you know, people well, talk Johnny about was a, Johnny was a drummer. <laughs> yes, so that, he was. Actually, he yeah. was. And they were really, of all the show business people, I'd say Frank and Johnny were his really? closest friends. And they hung out a lot. I mean, they, that was like dinners at the house and dinners out and hanging out. And yes, of all the people, I would say Johnny and he were really, really yeah. close. That's yeah, funny. You got all these. And he was a great man. I mean, again, I've been. I was really fortunate because I got to. You know, there were a lot of bad things said about Frank yeah. Sinatra. You know, but if he was your friend, he was your friend for life and would do anything for you. And the same with Johnny. You know, these people showed up when you needed yeah. them. 
You know, when my dad was sick and in the hospital, Johnny was there visiting him every day. Frank was there visiting him every day. So, you know, those are the people that you want in your life. You had a lot be of there, people, not just showbiz friends. A lot of people yes, visiting. Carmine knows. A lot left, of people some came. Some other famous guy came in, and then they oh, were yeah. at that house uh, off of the off the four hundred five. At Sam Nasty's house. There. Yes. I went there to yep. see him there too. No, man. Oh, and yeah. I'll tell you the. So, yeah, but those people were great. At the people. funeral, at the funeral, it was. Yeah. The emotion in that, in the, the funeral was unbelievable. And Frank really, he, he, he like emptied it out. It, he, he broke the, I, the ice on the funeral. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, he said, he said, yeah, when I was introduced to Buddy, it was Benny Goodman introduced me. He said, he said, Buddy, I want to meet, I want you to meet another pain in the ass, Frank. <laughs> You know, and then the whole place cracked That's up. True. Frank was actually yes. Frank was actually in your dad's uh, like original band as a, like a backup singer or something. Well, and Buddy, he was and when they Goodman. they both started out with in the Tommy Dorsey Tommy band. Do it was Tommy Tommy Dorsey. They were teenagers, Tommy Dorsey, yeah. and they were roommates, and yeah. they hated each yeah. other, and they fought constantly. Yeah. And Buddy would tease him horrendously, yeah. and Frank, you know, would punt. They got in fist fights, and it was just wow. unbelievable. And he made fun of his uh, of uh, of his uh, his skinniness. From what I understand, legendary. That that was the least of what he did. Yeah, I to bet. Him. I mean, the things that, like on stage and, and playing, like he would be introduced and Buddy would play like marching drums when he would come out. It was like forget it. And it was then crazy. When, when he would be si he would sing a ballad. Buddy but he would, would play. speed up. Oh, right. God. He'd slow down. He would. I mean, so it that, was crazy. So after a gig, after a gig one time, like I guess what Buddy leaves the venue and walking in the alley. Yeah. Two guys come behind Buddy and they say, "Hey." Hey, buddy, buddy. And, he, and Buddy, you know, being the thinking that they're fans, yeah. yeah. What do you want me to sign? They said, "Why don't you take it easy on Frank?" <laughs> oh wow! And then I guess they tuned him up. And then they tuned him they, up. They tuned him up a bit. They tuned him up. So when when Buddy came back the next night to perform, yeah. he was a little nicer to Frank. <laughs> Not necessarily. Oh well. <laughs> Hey, I was sick two weeks ago. Just, Nobody uh, came and visited me. Then Frank threw a pitcher of water at his head. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Just like, but they ended up being best the, of the you best tell, of friends you could tell, all their you, lives. You could tell the love. You could tell yeah. the admiration Johnny had for your dad because it was respect. cool respect. On Absolutely. both sides. Yeah, but there's yeah. a lot of people today that, that don't it. realize that Buddy was the best drummer ever. You know? Yeah. I mean, I would do interviews at the end. I read one in Goldmine Magazine. They said, come out a piece, the greatest drummer in the world. I said, no. Buddy Rich is the greatest drummer in the world. They printed it. I said, there That's you go. Great. Yes. That's great. That's respect. He was amazing. He was amazing. I mean, Gene Krupa started it all, you know, uh, in the Kinetic Playground. He did. Uh, oh, wow. Oh. There it is. Vanilla Fudge, Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Buddy, Buddy yeah. Miles. Wow. That's what I was talking about. Vanilla Fudge with Zeppelin and maybe yeah. a couple of little, uh, oh, yeah. little songs from the woods after all. That, that was a fun night because uh, all the three drummers were lugged with drummers, right? And Jethro oh, Tull was just yes. coming up. Led Zeppelin was just coming up. We were the headliners. So wow. when Jethro Tull was on, me and Bonzo stood behind the drums and we threw spitballs at Clive Bunker. <laughs> nice. Clive Bunker. Yeah. Nice. And then when Bonzo went on, me and Clive stood behind Bonzo and we threw spitballs at, at him. And of wow. course, when I went on, they threw spitballs at me. I was gonna say, and, and yeah, then they, yeah. Ludwig gave us all these heavy-duty stands that night to try out. We gave it back to them, all broken. The Speed King pedals were nice. broken. Nice, nice. Really oh, it was so much well. fun. Oh my Never god! Forget that. Hey, Crazy. Chris, can you take us through the whole? Uh, I mean, the, you know, uh, I actually spoke. I uh, was fortunate enough to speak with Kenny backstage uh, on our last show with them. We, we, he took me a little bit through the whole Footloose thing. Because that was something from, oh. yeah, I mean, take us through that because it, it, it started one way and went another way and take us down that road. Okay. Okay. There's it's quite a story about the song itself. Mm -hmm. Ken, Kenny had already written that tune and, uh, and we were on the road and Kenny is famous for these sound checks mm -hmm. that are in fact rehearsals for like you know, hours. two and a half hours. Believe me, I had to pay yeah, for yeah. it. I know. Oh boy! Ah, you know oh, all yeah. too well, Ron. I know you know. Yeah, man. So, uh, anyway, we were on the road. And it was a great band, Nathan East on Buzzy Feetin and wow. the band. I mean, great players. And uh, he had us rehearsing this song over and over and over again. And frankly, even if we liked this song to begin with, which we didn't, 
Right? Oh, really? <laughs> we would have hated it by the time, you know, we got into the studio to record it after this tour. It took two takes, one for sound, and the second one was it. And I remember walking out of this uh, session with uh, Nathan East, and we're looking at each other going, hey, you know, that's the last time we'll ever have to hear that piece of shit again. <laughs> and little did they know, it would be on every, every radio know. station, it's every right 20 minutes you. for the rest of your life. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. And I got to admit, Nathan like is. when I when I try to turn the, the, the channel and every channel I turn it to had Footloose uh, on it, I went, I, uh, I started liking it a little bit. But it's gotta be I like just a, wish I was getting royalties for it. I never Well, it's got to be like an Alfred uh, Hitchcock. Uh, you, like you, should get, you should get the PPL and the <laughs> you SAG should get royalties, right? You know, you, well, right. yeah. yeah, you'll get those. April oh, well, 30th. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, we like that. Thank God. Thank God for those. Yeah, but from what I understand, um, I mean, obviously yeah. it, it, it was the, um, the, the the title song from the from the film. But um, huh? from what I understand, the expectation of this song wasn't really high. Like it really, yeah. you know, all of a sudden it exploded. But Kenny is saying that we kind of felt as we were playing it. He goes, "I wrote it. I love." He co-wrote it. I loved it, obviously, and it was. Um, I wanted to have a little bit more of a of a rockier feel, but they wanted me to have a little more popular pop feel. And uh, he wasn't really thrilled with the original pop feel at at first. Didn't think it was gonna go really uh -huh. go anywhere. And he goes, "What do uh -huh. I know, <laughs> right?" Yeah, right. right. Yeah, it's like skeet shooting anyway. You just, hey, you, well, never you never know. Pull. You never you know. So, yeah, Ron, something. remember that, you that, never that, know. that band that I, that I had uh, introduced you, Chains Over Razors from Chicago? Oh yeah, yeah. They're on the radio now. See that? Yeah. That's just, a year ago. I mean, I, I just, yeah, a year and a half, I've, been, hmm. I've discovered them kind of in 2014, been working with them. And I, they, you know, executive produced this latest album. I went to the song as a single. I gave it back to them. Fix it, fix it, fix it, like three or four times. They fixed it. They said, where can we release it? I said, we'll release it with this label that released my guitars. So I'll just give it to them for nothing. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's all over the freaking radio. What are your royalties coming? Uh, I That's right. it on Spotify. Uh, you don't make no yeah. money anymore. Uh, make money on playing gigs like your your place, you know. But That's anyway, it's just it's just like the same thing. That you works. don't know. Well, you know, it's it's you actually good know. to know that no matter in what incarnation music is now, at least there's some sort of new music coming out, and there is some sort of platform for new music. Because I don't know, man. For a while. It just, it just seemed, even to me, like I'm obviously a music fan itself besides of what we do for a living, but um, that, uh, uh, what's the name of that band that I like there uh, that when they came out? Oh my gosh, they're, they, the new band that they, they're comparing to Led Zeppelin. Greg, you got to know who that is. Uh, uh, the Struts? No, there's another one. Anyway, oh, I'll Greta Van Fleet. Oh, Greta Van Fleet, right, you know. And, yeah, Greta that's Van what Fleet. I'm talking about. Right. And they just kind of blew up, and, and I happened to see them backstage at their Chicago performance, and you know, I was talking to him about like, you know, you're young guys and getting um, getting compared to Led Zeppelin. He goes, and the guys are like, I don't even know why. He goes, I, the guys are like, I don't know where they're getting the Zeppelin stuff from. But I think what it is is that the the, the lack of new music makes people just want it so bad. No, but they they sounded like Led Zeppelin. He didn't see it though. They did. The lead singer they didn't did. see oh, yeah, it. They, yeah. Yes. I had a nice quote mm. from that guy, uh, the drummer. Mm. I became his friend. Oh, really? And, uh, they, they just did a thing about Taylor Hawkins, and Jason Bottom said he died like my father died, and they had all these different drummers talking about John yep. Bonham. And yeah. he said that mm, right. basically, you know, John Bonham was taught by Carmine Apiece. Oh, know? really? He well, that's that, true. You did this. You taught said, him the wow. triples. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, just the whole, the whole, you know, I was the only one back then banging, kicking drums. Yeah, Mitch Mitchell played light, Ginger Baker played light. Keith Moon played light. I played heavy and powerful. Nobody else did that, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I was studied. Remember. I was still studied. And I, you know, I do all. I, I listened to Buddy. I did. You know, I stole so much stuff from Buddy and Gene Krupa, <laughs> and you know. But I did it in my right. my field of rock, and nobody did it before that. You mm -hmm. know, it was all pioneering. All that stuff was pioneering back then. You know, Kathy, we were talking about uh, Johnny Carson a little bit, and, and for me, you know, I didn't understand uh, nor appreciate the drum aspect of it when I was that young, um, not until obviously right. many years later. But what I did appreciate was his, comp his competition 
with Doc Severinsen as far as his clothing goes. And the, those, you know what I mean? Those bright orange, yellow flowered. Oh, yeah. Um, and I got to oh. ask you, um, what, yes. uh, what do you think is your uh, favorite or the most classic bit of, I don't know, memorabilia or any of those suits still in the closet or anything that is like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool mem- piece of memorabilia from my dad? Ooh, I have quite a few things, actually. Different clothing, yes. I have two of his suits that hang in my closet right now. But my all-time favorite thing that I have is he had a Yankee baseball shirt that was a T-shirt. And it was long. It came, like, down to his (laughs) knees. And for some reason, he liked to vacuum the carpet in in our apartment in New York. And he would wear this Yankee baseball shirt when he was vacuuming. And so I ha- it had spaghetti sauce on it. It had like like all kind of gravy, uh, you know, just stuff all over the front of it. And I have that hanging in my closet. So that that's my all time favorite piece of clothing of his. But I have his drums. I have you know many things. And when Kathy like is not in the house, I put those suits on. And I walk about the house. I walk about that. I walk about the house and speak in his voice like Anthony Perkins, dressed as his mother. So I do wear those suits around the house, and they don't fit me. Right, but he was bigger. You. When I used right, to go let me to ask house. you though. Let me ask you. Um, all kidding aside here, I mean, you know, uh, these, um, uh, you know, you you do. You're filling some pretty big shoes. Obviously, you're just sitting there. I mean, I don't know if this is a weird question or not, but have you ever uh, channeled? I know, but I mean, like, his, as do you, have you ever got that feeling that job. Buddy has channeled you, or you're kind of there, like. Wait a second! I'm feeling something. I mean, you you gotta feel some sort of a a, a connection. Tell me about the ghost. Yep. There's did a you, ghost. Did you ever hear of those bus tapes yeah. that Carmine's speaking of? <laughs> I get that in my head oh, okay. daily, and it usually end. It starts with "What the f are you doing?" and ends with "Get out." Actually, um, <laughs> the ghost. What's the ghost? Come on, what's the ghost? <laughs> There's a ghost. Yeah. Okay. The ghost. I know that because I'm not even really one of those guys that like believes in. Ghosts. I believe in me. That we know. Um, but we... Uh, <laughs> oh, another one. There's oh. got to be one. <laughs> There's got to be one out there, Greg, and you're it. So... <laughs> yeah, you bet. I'm sorry. You so bet. Go ahead. So, I, pra- I, 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 used to, I used to have a warehouse where we, I practiced my drums, and a lot of Buddy's old drum equipment was stored there, so that would be how we have you know, buddy in the room. And um, I have a drum set. Ludwig makes me like replicas exactly of what they made for buddy, whatever. I mean, so there's a, but there's enough real buddy stuff in this warehouse with me. So I'm practicing. You are videotaping. Yeah, I'm videotaping, practicing. And, um, you know, because I like to watch myself. (laughs) Okay, so uh, anyway. (laughs) Go ahead. Whatever. Badoom, I like to watch myself. Whatever. So I'm I'm practicing. I show I bring the tape home and I'm show or the my phone home. I show it to Kathy. There is a white Seriously. It's white orb coming floating over all me. All around him when he's playing. And you know, so, while I'm but playing, nothing, are you sure it I mean, wasn't nothing? Uh, and then, no what, was that, uh, what was that? What was that Peanuts character? It was the stench. Peanuts character, pig pen or something that had it while the <laughs> You sure it wasn't that? <laughs> no, seriously. It was like the freakiest. Like, like if you watch yeah. any of those shows, you know, yeah. about. I don't believe in that stuff either. Yes. Yes. Exactly. But, but so we show it to some people that are into that yeah. stuff. Yes. And they ask me, did you feel like, because I'm watching it back. Right. Did you feel and the, the do presence? You feel, do you feel the presence? Do you feel, you know, like, and I said, actually, no, I felt very calm. And they're saying that that would be that Buddy's spirit was actually in a good place as opposed to, right. like I said, I Rather sometimes than get... feeling afraid. Yeah, I get text calm. messages from him before I go on. Do you really want to do this? <laughs> Stop it. Get out of here. Aren't you sick? Can't you? Doesn't something hurt? Gregory. Get out. Get out. Did you ever see like... A, yeah, get like it's like that friggin' Amityville horror. Get out, get out. Well, there's, there's a, and I'm like, what are you talking, Kathy? What is a lot to his, So yes, uh, there's but a lot I to that, uh, Greg. Uh, I, yeah, I, like I don't Buddy even know. In no way do but, I. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Buddy hates Chris, my let me guts. Let ask you because Chicago, you know, being with Chicago, is it was it 28 years? 
That's a good segue. Twenty-eight years. Yeah. Tell me about the hits. Yeah, Tris, yeah. Not, Tris, not tell me about it. anything. No. Anything. What'd you have for dinner last night? Oh yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no uh, yeah. Anything. No, Tris, Shut Potter uh, up. No, no. But the, I'm gonna the, talk now. I sat here for forty-five goddamn minutes. Show a video of me. Show. Let me do a goddamn drum solo on a bar stool. Let me do something. Oh. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. yeah. No. I got I got parents watching this shit too. They want to see me. Let's let's get let's get a video of Greg Potter. Like, this is at at the display. Uh, let's play it. No, no, Tris, please tell us tell us about the the other platinum albums on your wall. We haven't seen them. Could you stick one in my friggin' crank? I mean, the guy's got more between Carmine. And, why should I even pick up a drumstick? Look at these two men. All right, exactly. So now, more platinum albums. All right, and well, he wonders go. why nobody likes them. <laughs> Look at him. There he goes. Yeah, there he goes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, hit those symbols behind you. Too. Oh, look at that. There she is. Look at little. New hit you look younger here. A little younger. Yeah. She looks How old younger. are you? <laughs> Eleven. Wow. <laughs> oh. Right in tune. Nice. Yeah. And there he is. <laughs> Talking about saving the best for last. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. we're out of time. Look at this guy. Look at that symbol. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Are you happy? Yeah. I got more videos. <laughs> well, there was always somebody talking about me. Really, I don't mind. Look at that left hand, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Craig, you got too many Young men with faces. <laughs> <laughs> But Greg, you started out as a rock drummer, right now, didn't you? Started out. Yeah, I started out just like that. Yeah. I wanted to be Carmen Appleson. Uh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah! Look at that! Nice man. Yeah, man. Nice I like that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm like I say, I, I, I hate to give him compliments, but he's, he's tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. He is. It's tremendous. <laughs> I've 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 like I said, it's it's yeah, Go you never way, yeah, you, you never and you never fully get there. Get there. I mean, buddy, you no, could put no, this no, stuff no. on you. It's could always put, a work in progress. There's there's no one as good as Buddy. I really don't think someone's gonna take Buddy's place. You know, never, with, with, I, I don't know. Just so easy to go and get that left hand to the floor, Tom. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and combination. Yeah. And just his whole control. Oh yeah. Jeez, unbelievable. And then he's controlling that big band. Yeah. Right, and then you're setting everybody else up you're, in the band. Yeah. You know, and he he's knows, setting up yeah. the horn figures, yeah. and he's setting up, you know, yep. everybody. Yep. Exactly. So you know, he's trying. It's listening to four bands at once because you're listening to three different sections and then a rhythm section. Yep. Right. So you're really trying to control the great, the great this wild thing is animal keeping the yeah. legacy going yeah a oh, huge got to do it absolutely that's the big thing absolutely. got to do it it's like you know every month i that's the every month thing, i get yeah. an email from uh, louis belson's wife she she keeps yeah. the louisbelson.com going you have and to nice yeah, awesome. 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 got to yeah. do it yeah. but what I, you know i'm actually auditioning for that band next week <laughs> How do I mute I'm this gonna, guy? I'm gonna go play with Louis Belson because his, his songs are so. Mute. I mean, it's just easy. Co-host when Vinny can't make it, we gotta get Greg. No, no. The only time he'd be a co-host is yeah. when I can't oh, make yeah. it. Believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only. Time. So, like I was saying, Ronnie, stop it! Yeah, I'm saying I got the shiny. Yes, we haven't seen him. How long? I don't know, He's 1988, like that. Yeah, and then I'm going to have Tristan Bowden. He's going to send some of those platinum albums to our house. We're actually going to go see Vinny on Saturday at yeah, the theater. Gonna, does Vinny have any platinum albums I could take? Because I'll go to yeah, his Vinny's house. I don't care whoever's well, not Vinny's home. Gonna be, Vinny's going to be yeah. by us. Uh, this plane's here? 
Uh, Saturday, Saturday night, he'll be at, at, right here at the Displains Theater with Last in Line. I'm very excited. We're coming to see him. Could you get us on the guest right. list, Ronnie? Do you, Do you know, know anybody? Could you get us you on know the you guest list? You don't need to know anybody. <laughs> we <laughs> actually have in. keys. Every one of my backstage <laughs> doors. They we got have a keys. key to both theaters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he lets me in because I have to sweep the floors when everyone's gone. That's how he lets me play that well, joint. I got to sweep up and clean the dressing room. I got to hire people so to tell wipe the place down after you leave. Anyway. Well, uh, oh, 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 wait, I got to ask you. No, hang on for a second. Ben, mute that freaking guy. So, uh, Tris, Tris, but no, I got to ask a question about Chicago because it's actually one of my absolute all-time favorite bands, and you're playing not behind. Not because of the name. Yes. Not because of the name. No, right. not really. Not really. Not not because because my, you know, we all have our bands growing up in high school. That was mine. Chicago Nine just had come out, and it just it just killed me with the, you know the greatest hits album. Um, Walt Perez, sure. you're playing behind oh, yeah, Walt yeah. Perizader at one time. Walt Perizader, uh, Lee Lochnane. Uh, Jimmy Pankow, uh, Bobby Lamb. Oh, don't say Bobby. Robert Lamb. I, don't I, say I Bobby. Learned that Robert Lamb. I learned that the hard way one time. Uh-oh. Oh, he looked at yeah. me like I freaking yeah. stepped on his puppy dog's head, you know? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, you're, you're playing behind these guys. And, you know, again, I don't even know 50-plus albums. And you play, obviously, all their hits and oh. some of their B-sides. Your Question 68, six, Question 68, uh, some oh, 68, yeah. um, Love that song. you know, Dialogue, all that stuff. But as a drummer, uh, what is the song that you love to perform more, most than out of that big catalog? Oh man! I know. Well, there's wow. there's a that's a I tough know. question. So many. But there's a there's a Terry Kath tune that that's actually uh, it's a tune called Introduction. Oh man! All these, Hello, everybody! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, Ron, that, check out Ron, dude, singing everything. Yeah, he knows his stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. no rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. Channeling yeah. Bobby yeah. Lamb there, man. Bobby yeah. Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it goes through all that odd yeah, time man. stuff, too, you know. Uh, yep. Oh, wow. And, and I heard uh, that Terry wrote that after seeing the Don Ellis Orchestra. And uh, really? yeah, that's what tune. inspired wow. that because yeah, wow. yeah, and he had such that's a cool. soulful voice too. In addition to being such oh, yeah. a great guitar player, I wish I—I I mean, I was so honored to be a part of the band, but I wish I could have played with Terry too. You know, his untimely passing and that, yeah, uh, yeah. so prematurely, you know, kind of precluded. Well, that. The, the whole the whole yeah. drum part of uh, uh, the whole Carnegie Hall album, uh, you know, with Danny obviously was on that, and uh, but you know that. Uh, Great. Just yeah. tremendous, and the whole yeah. uh, ballet for a girl in Buck Cannon uh, was uh, <laughs> just a great. It's been one hell yeah, of a man. week. Exactly, man. Yeah. It's it's a. When they open up, that's how they open yep. up an introduction, and yeah. you hear Danny, you drummer, you hear him doing those eight notes on the hi hat. It's been one hell of a week, and what they did like four nights, five nights at Carnegie Hall, that live album. They open up an introduction, and you see Danny, or you hear Danny with those with those eight notes on the hi hat, just with his foot. Oh, that was nuts! Motorboat to Mars, the drum solo. Yeah, man, awesome. Oh yeah. Could you tell us any more about those gold and platinum albums? And with that, how many are there? You have a lot of them. With that, I would like to. How many? I would like to thank most of our guests tonight for being here. <laughs> He's gonna leave. You know, uh, I, I, can't we just have it where just I'm on? Really, it was it was great to have 66 percent of you here tonight to joining us um, because it was uh, uh, no really. I'm gonna call Carmine at home and just talk to him. You can't. I'm just gonna call I'll him myself. Aside, you this, it really was an honor. Thank you. You're such a cool guy with a great smile. Oh, so bro, thank you very much, man. Tris listened to a few of these when I asked him to do it. Oh no. He was like, Yeah, let's go. It's the I first time you've been on it. Oh yeah. Right? You're always welcome. Yeah, man. first time. Yeah, you yeah. gotta come back. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I love this show. I love it. It's so fun. So much fun with you guys. So great to see you, Tris. You too, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> Great Have a fantastic you. move and good luck in yeah, your new I'll home. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Come visit. Listen, and yes. if you need, we will. We'll and come you know what, Tris? If you need any help <laughs> uh, moving all the albums uh, over to your new place, Greg is happy to help. <laughs> and if we run out of okay. room, Greg will gladly take it. <laughs> Look at this. That's oh, right. I only hold them for you. Could you just right. text me your address? I could put it's it funny, on the you GPS. You just talked about Danny. I, I just got a text from Danny's manager. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. 
nothing about this. Are we in trouble? Wait, I have a question for Carmine before we go. Do you still have, is Tom still your manager? Uh, Tom, which Tom? Vitorino? Vitorino? No, not anymore. Okay. Why? Just curious. Just, we'll talk after. Okay. Well, you guys, once again, I'm going to take you all for coming. I'm going to get my legs Kathy, broken. That's love great. You. Thank you. Greg, Thank you, Ronnie, I'll love see you. Inside. Greg right. Potter, as, I love you, brother. Say, you're a great guy. Yes. Love you. You're all the right. best. Yeah. Each Thank week, you, we are here. I love you. Make sure you like us. Make sure you share. Make sure you tell everybody about this program because it's blowing up, and we need you to tell everybody all about it and go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. We need you to subscribe and keep going. We want to keep this show uh, rocking and rolling every Thursday as we do. 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern, and 4 o'clock on the West Coast. We're hanging and banging every week with Carmine Apiece, Vinny Apice, when he decides to show up. We miss you, brother. Until next week, same bad station, same bad channel. Have a great week, guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.